how I said that last week Impact was doing the tournament so they got less chance to do the angles that I dislike so much. Well, the tournament's finished now, so um, yeah, we had uh, that stuff I don't like so much. But balancing that out, there were some good wrestling matches. I think that might be just a blip. I don't know, but uh, we've got the event. Is it called Under Siege? Isn't that a Steven Seagal movie? I also cook. I think it is. But anyway, that's coming up, isn't it? On uh, on the on the uh, the app, which I don't have anymore because they decided to ignore me, so I cancelled and they want me back, but they're not going to get me. No, no, no. And this was okay. There was some good stuff in it. Some dodgy stuff, yeah, but some good stuff. First of all, you've got Rosemary versus Havoc, which is not ideal. Havoc's the um, number one contender for the... Uh, Diana Parazzo's uh, women's tough. Oh dear, boring. Yep. There's a very big um, Havoc Camel clutch. And uh, at one point, Rosemary tries to lift her for a suplex. It's a spot. She's big Havoc, you know. She's powerful and she can't lift her. But she kind of just sort of, I don't know, drops her and falls on her. It's not ideal, really. Then she hits a spear for a two count. But um, Havoc comes back with a pile driver. Or rather, the pile driver comes through with a Havoc. Either way, for the pin, because it didn't really matter. It was short, it wasn't bad, it wasn't necessary. This really was. It's a one, two, three, four, five, yes, yeah, uh, no, it's never seven. One, two, three, four, oh, six, yes, yeah, six. Six man scramble for the number one contendership for the X Division Championship, which, I, which is Josh Alexander's, isn't it? Oh, uh, anyway, um, this was a bit. I wasn't really sure about this because. What we got first was Petey Williams came in first. I'm delighted to see Petey. So good to see him back. He was always superb when he was wrestling regularly and he still looks fabulous. Then Ace Austin came in with Fulton. Then we get an advertisement break. But of course we don't get that uh, on the website. So by the time we come back, loads more people are in the ring. Rohit, El Fantasmo you see coming in. But AC... Uh, AC Romero and TJP. Didn't you know? It wouldn't take much for you to just give them a bit of time and get them in the ring, would it? Why don't you cut one of those ridiculous angles you've got going on? Okay, so Fantasmo is going to win this, isn't he? Of course he is, because he's your NJPW um, refugee or special guest, or I don't know how long he's going to be there. I'm going to miss him in NJPW, but. He was great here, and he brought other people up. Not that they can't do this already. You know I'm high on AC Austin. You know I'm I'm pretty high on AC Romero, actually. Rohit, I'm very high on more for his mic skills and his wrestling skills. And I really like TJP, who wouldn't? Marvellous in both ways, both behind the shtick and in the ring. And there are some great, great moves here, actually. Just a simple AC throwing Ace into the barricade is wonderful because he's not a fly. And then you've got ELP, El Phantasmo, versus TJP, TJ Perkins. He holds onto his wrist, does El Phantasmo, walks the ropes, walks two sides of the ropes, jumps to avoid somebody else's clothesline from the apron, then lifts, a, 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 then lifts um, AC off the top, 
and falls onto everyone on the outside. They called it a Death Valley driver. I just think he basically just fell on them. But bloody hell, he did it well. Even his falling is good. There's a lovely Petey Williams destroyer, because of course it's his move, on ELP. That was saved by someone else. And a great ace leg slingshot, um, a slingshot leg drop, which was really nice to see. And then ELP won it with a kind of butterfly face plant for the win. And actually, I could have done with 10 minutes more of this because they can all do it really well. They all had a really good go. It meant something. And some of the action was stupendous. But no, we have to go to an angle with Susan and Kimberly in Scott Demore's office. Scott Demore, not a week goes by without Scott Demore having to get his big face on our TV screen. Isn't that right? <sighs> there was a nice line in this, though. Susan wants, um, wants a match at Under Siege. And uh, Scott Demore says, if I give you that match, does that mean you leave? Then we all win. That was really good, actually. Very nice. Oh, hey, Violent by Design... EY's telling us that they're crap. They failed and failed again. Certainly failed to get over. And he's telling us that that means that there will be a new plan. It's a restructure. Everything will be new. He's going to flatten out the management side of things. And there won't be any new money or anything new that's any good. But it will be a restructure. I really dislike Violet by Design. What's the point of them? Wasn't Morrissey supposed to be part of Violet by Design? Where is he? He's not anywhere to be seen in this vignette. Oh, God. I mean, I thought it might have gone, but it's back at Swingers Palace. And after last week, Alicia saying, I'll do anything to stay in Swingers Palace. I've spent all my money gambling. He says there might be a job for you. Yes, she's dressed as a Swingerella now. Yeah, because it's really funny to put women in costumes, ain't it? A bit like um, Addicted to Love, which is what Swinger mentions because he's a child of the 80s, even though I think that was in the early 90s, wasn't it? Anyway, that's not ideal. And I wish they would stop doing it. (sighs) The usual thing happens, really. TJP comes in to say, I'm paying for a bet I didn't win. Yeah, because that's your money you've lost. Because it's all so funny, isn't it? Gambling. Then Austin and Fulton coming in. We're going to win the tag team titles. And then a lot of other people who are going to do the tag team titles. They seem to be everybody who's just been in the six-way scramble for the X Division Championship. So now you're doing double duty. You have to be in the X Division to be in the tag team title hunt as well. It's nonsense. There's quite a lot of... um, Quite a lot of pushing in the room, as usual. Swinger mentions going to Damore. I think he calls him a big fat Tony, which I think is, it's insider. But I found it quite funny. The the vignette itself, though, very, very poor. And not, not many of these have been any good whatsoever. And it means more work for John E. Bravo. For that reason alone, it should be cancelled. Okay, Sam Beal versus Mac. They're giving Sam Beal a chance. He is green, but as Stryker tells us, that means he's growing. Yeah, well, so does Japanese knotweed, but let's see what happens with him. He's fighting Willie Mac. There isn't very much here. Willie Mac tends to dominate him, including a huge clothesline and a throw up with a four with a forearm for the pin. It wasn't bad. It was energetic work. 
Here comes Morrissey. He's coming to attack Mac. To attack Mac. And if a double-decker bars kills the both of a boomf. Yeah, that's what happened. Now we've got all about me. Yeah, that was something I thought they'd forgotten after doing one week. They decided to bring it back. I thought they'd put it out of its misery, but no, it's still here. It's back again, like tuberculosis. But actually, this week it wasn't as bad as it could be. Taylor Wilde comes in, does the thing about, you're going to interview me. She does the usual thing about not being friends. But actually, Tennille and Caleb with a K are meshing together. And they and their, their interplay, as far as the catchphrases of social media, you know, hashtag embarrassed, and all that kind of stuff, it, it works really well. They work well together. It's quick cutting. And I, I thought it was all right, much against my better judgment. Okay, let's have another wrestling match, even if it has to be. Anderson, that's Machine Gun Carl Anderson, with all the others. And Finlay with Juice and Eddie Edwards, because I think they're going to fight at the Under Siege event. I also cook. It's a bit messy, but there is a reason why it's a bit messy. There's loads of people around the ring. They're all getting involved. Everyone's tempers are, fly- are flaring. And in the end, Finley gets an Indian deathlock variation. And Omega comes in to smack him up. So there's a DQ. You'd expect that, wouldn't you? What I'd also expect is Brian Myers to make me really, really tired. He's fighting Crazy Steve here. Oh, God, what's the point? I suppose the point is that he's fighting Black Turus at Under Siege. I also cook. And so he's going to fight another one of the stable this week. He doesn't need to. We don't need to see him. He's dressed in some kind of grey rubber suit, it looks like. Is it pleather? Spandex? Oh, I don't know. But Myers is just... He's not over. They've tried all sorts of things with him. And it's never really worked. The latest thing is to to tie him up with a decay stable. I mean, Myers wins, as he as he normally does, you know, with contentious stuff, like not just a foot on the ropes this time, but with a, with a hand on the ropes as well, you know, to get extra leverage. It's a bore. I understand James Storm has gone indefinitely after being beaten up by Moose. Maybe he was he's now done with the company. Maybe he's going to go on to... Well, you couldn't go on to, 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 to lower depth. Maybe he's going to go on to higher heights. Anyway, he's gone indefinitely. So I expect him to come back next week. Well, maybe at the, at the event. Under, I also... Yeah, maybe that one. Okay, and the main event... Was okay. It was all right. It was Matt Cardona, who's done nothing since he came here. Versus Trey, who they're pushing, of course. And I like Trey. Uh, and Sabin versus Moose and Chris Bay, who's marvellous and should be given more of a chance, and Sammy Callahan. This could be great, and in fact, it was rather good, including a lovely tray pendulum, and then um, and then Moose holding on to Trey as he jumps over the top rope to the outside, and Trey turning that round to a hurricane rana, so that Moose smacks into the ring post. That was nice. There was a great Chris Bay, very tight, snug spine buster. No wasted movement in that at all. And then a, a lovely um, Cardona spine buster, actually. 
on, uh, on, uh, uh, no, it wasn't Cardona, it wasn't Cardona Spine Buster, what am I talking about? Cardona doesn't do any work like that. He did that thing where he jumped on them, you know, is it called Radio Silence? Where he just jumps on them, so his bum's on their chest. Rotten, that is. It's like a teabagging thing, it's not good at all. If you don't know what teabagging is, do look it up. I think you'll enjoy it. So, um, it was actually a Callahan Spine Buster on tray, and then a package pile driver on Sabin for the pin. Two for one. And you get, at the end, um, that cut price Paul Heyman, not mentioning the Golden Sheik. Wow. But getting a bit concerned as he's looking on that Callahan might be someone that Omega's worried about. Yeah, try and give us some interest for Under Siege, apart from someone who also cooks. Try and give us some interest. It is next week. This was, well, no, it said three days. This was the go-home show. It did that quite well. And as Stryker said, halfway through the programme, that uh, one wrestler should focus on the core product, professional wrestling. Yes, I really wish they would, because some of it here was good. But you insist on these silly vignettes that you think are so funny and so insider and so cool. They're not. They're just badly thought out, badly thought thought through, badly realised pieces that make you really wish you could have a match with Brian Myers. And if you're wishing for a match with him to come earlier, then it's not good, is it? Four out of five this week, though, because some of those matches were good. It's only a blip, though. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.